Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report, where we are talking about Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette, and this is the Men Tell All episode. Men Tell All. Which should be called Men Tell Nothing. Right. Because I feel like no one said anything that was, like, groundbreaking. Right. This whole episode just came off so scripted to me, like, almost like a facade in a lot of ways, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, so this episode starts off with Tasia and Katie having a chat about hometowns and Katie being like, I didn't know what I was going to do last time, but I think I made the right decision sending him home, even though it was hard and like that whole thing. And then they show Michael video chatting with his son, James, and he kept calling the bachelorette a work trip. Yeah, and he was like getting really, I want to say emotional, but it seemed like he already kind of planned what was going to happen during this phone call. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I was like, do you think that he actually told his son where he was going, but was like, oh, when I call you and tell you I'm going to be home soon, if you could say something like, like if they coached him to say something dramatic. I'm not sure. I don't know if like that might be too far, but honestly, he just came off as like, he wasn't necessarily feeling, I don't know. Maybe he just got too nervous. It's that, that whole relationship's really weird at this juncture. But basically his son says, why don't you want to see me anymore? Like, daddy doesn't want to see me. And then Michael's like, oh, I have to go home because my son needs me. And I'm like, tomorrow you're leaving for hometowns to see your son. Which also he's like, oh, tells his son it's a work trip. And it's like, well, why would you lie to your child? One. Yes. I'm like, will the son understand? Probably not entirely. But it's better to be kind of truthful than to just say, oh, it's work. Yeah. What do you think about Michael leaving this way? Um, I feel like it was to be expected since the very beginning of the season. I kind of felt like this is how he was going to leave. Yeah, you pretty much called it day one. And he goes to tell Katie and she's basically like, I saw us at the end. And then he's like, you taught me how to love again. And it's like this big dramatic thing. Typical Katie. Crying. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, I didn't really even feel like real tears at the start, but... I think whenever she just gets overwhelmed, she starts to cry. Well, and then every guy who leaves, she's like, I may have just said goodbye to my husband. It's like, well, but you didn't because if you actually thought that was going to be your husband, you wouldn't have sent them home or let them go home or like the connection was real. Like if she was like, you know what, Michael, like you are my number one and I'm willing to leave with you right now and like end it. Like, let's call off the other hometowns. Like I am willing to leave and go with you. Clearly, she has a much better connection with basically the other guys or just the other guys. And in a way, she was kind of leading him on because she was I think she fantasized about that being that type of person. But I don't think she's that type of person. I think she was like, "Ooh, that sounds nice. Like instant family. Just like Katie's the type of person to make out in front of someone she tells that she loves them. Is what we're about to find out. Yeah. So that was weird enough. So 
after they say goodbye, we like start the men tell all, which basically the it begins with Carl calling out the guys for their witch hunt mentality, which those guys did have a witch hunt mentality. Yeah, they just all bicker about it. And it's like, you weren't even there for Katie. You were just, I mean, I guess maybe you were, I don't know. Yeah, and then Carl gets all up in Brendan's face and Brendan's like, you're fake news. And I'm like, this is how you know he's Canadian, right? Because any American, you hear fake news and everyone like shudders. Right. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, that saying, don't like it. No matter what side you're on, when you hear fake news, you're like, oh, not like it's a wound. And yeah. Brennan's like, I'm from Canada. I'm using fake news. Sure. Um, so that was honestly probably the most exciting part of the whole mentel all. Um, Hunter does on own up to lying about his list. But then he was like, I didn't lie about the being in love, falling in love thing, because they'd asked me before. The drag queens asked him, oh, are you in love? And he said, I'm not in love. And then on the stage, he said he was falling in love. And the guys were like, well, why did you lie and say you were falling in love? Well, mostly James just calls Hunter out, right? He's just like, what's up with this top four thing? And then what's up with this falling in love thing? You know, like he because I think Hunter came off as a liar. Well, and then Hunter was like, well, like he explained the wording of it where he's like, well, I was falling in love with her. I wasn't in love with her. Which is really funny because he really got on Thomas for his wording. Yeah. So it's kind of like but weird. I, I did feel like Hunter sort of like half owned up to everything he did on the show. That was maybe a little bit sketch. Sure. Um, I mean, whether that's redeeming or not, I'm unsure. I wrote in my notes, I wish Aaron and Trey would shut up. Yeah, me too. Because... Like, anytime they would ask someone a question, Aaron and Trey had to, like, put in their two cents. That's true. And be like, well, this is how I feel about Katie. This is how I feel about the guys. And it's like, you were not asked that question. Like, you just decided to interject. Yes. Um, And then Connor does stand up for Hunter. And he said, you know what? Hunter was my roommate, and he really was falling for her. Yeah. Which, I don't really, I take anything Connor says with a grain of salt. Speaking of Connor, Connor in the hot seat. So almost immediately, this girl stands up from the audience and is like, Connor can't be a bad kisser. And then they invite her up and they kiss. And then he asks her name and she's like, my name is Tara. And they have her rate the kiss and she rates it 11 out of 10. And then they kiss again. And Andrew S. is in there yelling. Yeah. Andrew S. keeps saying, you're a tiger. Yeah. He's like, you're not a cat. You're a tiger. Yeah. And honestly, it just felt staged to me, even though Caitlin and Tasha were both like, oh, my God, what are we even supposed to say? Like they were losing their minds. But But it's like, you know, that that girl was told to stand up and told to do that. And they knew it was going to happen. They had to know. Yeah. Like there's no way that was a fake thing. So before we move on to the second half of the men tell all, I do want to take a quick second to talk about our sponsor for this episode, which is Cheap Caribbean. CheapCaribbean.com has been around for over 20 years and is in the business of providing the best all-inclusive beach vacations. All-inclusive beach vacation means all-you-can-eat food, alcohol, and non-alcoholic beverages, as well as beach and night activities, which are all included when you book at CheapCaribbean.com. So you get more food, more drinks, and more fun. Cheap Caribbean has no change fees when you book at Cheap Caribbean Resort and add trip protection so you can book with confidence. Less money, less worry, more beach. You can kind of live out your own bachelor in paradise dreams. On the beach, you know, we could go and be like, ooh, look at, 
I mean, I have a husband, We're in so paradise. I'm not going to just like <laughs> find someone there, but I can like have my daiquiri and be like, look, unlimited alcohol. I can go by the pool. I can go by the beach. I can have a little date night. Yeah. The whole shebang. So be sure to check out either a dreams or secrets resort. When you book with cheap Caribbean right now, you can take off a hundred dollars off your next beach vacay. When you visit cheapcaribbean.com slash batch hyphen report. So that is cheapcaribbean.com slash B-A-C-H hyphen R-E-P-O-R-T for $100 off that beach vacay. And we will see you at the beach. Yeah. Andrew's like, I love the beach. I do. Speaking of Andrew, Andrew S. is the next person. In this spotlight. And I basically just wrote boring and vague. And honestly, his whole relationship with her like looks fabricated looking back like it i i told Lindsay this early it felt like oil and water Mm -hmm. like during their dates like yes they were really trying to make it work and there was nothing necessarily like pushing them away from each other but they didn't like meld together very well in my opinion whereas whereas like greg and 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 even blake and even blake are just like like they stick, you know, whereas he Andrew S was always like, oh, I know people on this show don't kiss like we do. And I'm like, but it almost looks awkward when you guys kiss. Whereas like when she kisses Greg or kisses Blake, like it looks very natural. Yeah. Um, and, and I then, do think she did have some sort of physical attraction to him. Yeah, maybe. But I honestly think the reason he left was when he mentioned the job thing. Yeah. And when he was like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do after football. I don't know if I'm going to do the next season. I don't know where my life is going. I just like have zero idea. And I think that made her panic a little bit because I think she's searching for some sort of stability. Well, she doesn't want someone to be like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll just leave my job. Like be resentful like that. Mm -hmm. And that's how honestly how it came off. Whereas I think she looks at Blake and goes, oh, Blake has a steady job as like a wildlife advocate and he gets to travel all over the world throughout the year. So if she wants to travel, she can travel with him. If she doesn't want to go, she can stay at home. And like, that's still a steady job. Lindsay just really likes a big advocate for Blake. I'm like not like a huge, huge Blake fan as an individual, but I really like Blake and Katie together. I don't know why. They're very like similar in a lot of ways. And I actually like Katie better with Greg. I like her better with Greg, but I don't think. But at the same time, I think Greg thinks differently about relationships. Yeah. Like Katie's like, oh, I can make out with as many guys in front of whoever I want. And like, because that's the process. It's all kosher because that's the process. Whereas Greg's like more like, you know, made for life type of guy. And I think he gets very insecure seeing her with the other guys. Yeah. And so. That's different. Whereas, like, if the guys, like, for instance, Katie was a great bachelorette contestant mm-hmm. because, or bachelor contestant, I guess, because, like, she doesn't really care if, like, the bachelor's making out with a ton of chicks mm-hmm. or a ton of women, I guess. So, so next up in the hot seat, we had Michael A. And I felt like everything they asked him and everything he answered was just so boring. Like, they didn't ask any interesting questions. And then I wrote on here, do I believe him? Yeah. Like, do I actually believe the words coming out of his mouth? I'm like, I don't really, honestly, I kind of like just didn't really pay much attention because it just felt like he was teaching a parenting lesson 
And I'm like, I don't even know if you're that great of a parent. You because know? you did choose to leave your kid to go on The Bachelor. And that may sound harsh, but then you lied to your kid about it. So, you know, I don't know. And it's like, maybe it's easy to say, well, you don't have a kid or whatnot. I mean, I felt like for the longest time I was like, oh, he's such a great parent. He's such a great whatever. And then this week was the first week where I was like, he made some weird decisions and made weird choices here that make me wonder if he wasn't actually in it for the right reasons. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. I mean, if he becomes the next Bachelor, then yeah. it worked out for him. I know. Honestly, again, this he's one of those people who gets in the hot seat and it feels very scripted. Mm-hmm. Like he had like practiced out his whole spiel of like how he was going to say it and he knew exactly what they're going to ask him. And so to me, that takes away from the story a little bit. I feel Whereas like, like if he would have came in blind, he would have given a lot more. I feel like typically when people are sat in the hot seat, it's because they are a contender to be the next bachelor. Yeah. So I think Connor, Michael, and Andrew are probably their top three choices right now for The Bachelor. Which I don't really like any of them for The Bachelor. But also... I was hoping Jason, if he doesn't make it, would be The Bachelor. Justin. Justin, sorry. Um, Justin would be a great Bachelor. I think so, too. Um, but there still is Michelle's season before the next season of The Bachelor. So someone... Like, the next Bachelor could very easily come from her season versus this one. Yeah. So that's something to think about as well. And I'm not saying that these guys are like bad by any means but they're just mediocre in my opinion like i feel like they don't have that spark that's like honest you know they're not like that honest you know they're just like mediocre honesty well that's like katie only made it halfway on her season right she got cut at about the equivalent of what like i don't even know who was around at that point um but she was probably around the point like prior to Connor getting cut this time. Um, and so she didn't even make it that far. But the fact is she like resonated with people and she had that spark that people were like, ooh, this person's really interesting. We want to yeah. see more of this person. And on this season, I didn't really feel that from these guys. Yeah. Like I really like Greg, but I don't think Greg can carry a whole season. I don't think Greg would want to carry a whole season. Like I feel like he tried it out mm-hmm. and like it was kind of like, I don't think he'd planned to do it, whereas, like, Hunter had been planning for a long time to do it. Well, I guess Greg has applied multiple times for the show. Oh, okay. Over the years. He actually first applied for Hannah Brown season. Yeah. And people were like, oh, he did acting classes and he applied for Hannah Brown season as well, so he must be there for the wrong reasons. But I actually see a lot of similarities between Hannah Brown and Katie. Yeah. So if that's the type of personality you're attracted to, I could see why you would apply for both seasons. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. So. But Justin. Few bloopers. Yes. Awful so, trash talking. Talk, talk to me about that. <laughs> they just said the most awkward trash talking things where they'd be like, oh, where do you get your shirt? The shirt store? You're just part of the dad. You're just a bad dancer. <laughs> bad dance club. You have a backbone made of jello. Yeah. They weren't really great. In fact, Hunter gave the best diss, and that was your love for Katie's as fake as your smile, And <laughs> which Aaron's, is hilarious. Aaron's to uh, Hunter was also pretty funny. Yeah. It was something about being caught between like a leprechaun and a werewolf, something yeah. about like 
<laughs> Something that was actually very fitting. Those two were really um, good. But other than that, they weren't good. And then when they cut afterwards, then the guys start to try to trash talk each other live. And it was even worse than the ones worse. before. Yeah. Um, they did talk about whoa, whoa. And they... Stamina banter. Yeah. They asked the guys who had, like, given in. And Michael A. raises his hand. I don't know why none of the other guys raised their hand, because I highly doubt Michael A. was the only one out of all of them. Well, remember the date with the uh, drag queens? Yeah, that's why they were asking. Yeah. (laughs) It was just... They had, like, a really funny banter. Actually, Aaron and Michael A. get along well, really well together. In, like, that weird banter way, because... So Michael A. raises his hand as the only person who says that he, like, gave in. And the drag queens are like, oh, you have the best stamina here or whatever. And um, Aaron's like, I don't know if he has the best stamina. Like, they start doing this, like, back and forth about stamina. And then they're like, how would we measure that? And they're like, I don't want to know. They're like, I don't want to know either. And they're like, how would we figure that out? I don't want to figure it out. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Surprised they didn't show it on the episode. That's the, that's the thing. Like, they show all these bloopers and these funny moments, and I'm like, I would love to see those all season. I hate having to wait to the end to see anything funny happen. Mm-hmm. Like, they showed clips of, like, the guys dancing and the guys, like, and Tasia and Caitlin dancing and all that fun stuff. And I'm like, why haven't they just been showing these? Like, the fun jokes. Or they had um, the guys sitting around talking in an accent at the very end of this episode. And they were, like, talking to each other. And having, like, fun banter. And then at the end, the guys were like, oh, yeah, Greg all the time would talk in that accent with his, like, glass of fake wine and, like, swirl it around and talk in this accent and, like, kick off the rose ceremonies that way. And, like, we never get to see that, which sucks. Yeah. So, moving on, Katie in the hot seat. Yeah. We get to hear a little video chat from Thomas to Katie. Which was just boring. It was pretty boring. He just wanted like, I don't even really know what he wanted. He came off. He came off exactly the same. He said he grew through the experience, but to me, it just felt like he felt exactly the same type of person. Which I do know Thomas went to paradise. Oh. And I did hear a little rumor that he may have courted Becca, who was the bachelorette a few seasons ago, who broke up with her choice. And she's the first Bachelorette to ever go on Paradise. Um, Connor B. does sing a little <clears throat> awful tune, in my opinion. But it also is the best thing of the whole episode. It was at the beginning. I was like, oh, my gosh, why is he singing another song? And then at the end, he got all the guys singing along, which I thought was the charming part of it. Yeah. Because I do think that. It was cheesy. Overall, this season, the guys on this show were very close. Yeah. Um, we did get to see Caitlin and Jason's engagement video, which Andrew was not impressed by, I guess. It was okay. She, it was funny because she just couldn't speak. <laughs> and then it starts off by, I'm wearing a tequila shirt. <laughs> which uh, Lindsay told me about that. Yeah, so I wasn't too shocked. I had heard it like on her podcast at the time because they shared it on her podcast as well, but. I feel like they're a really cute couple. Although Caitlin gets a lot of Botox. Um, they actually, people have been making fun of her appearance a lot in the media. And Jason like called out people for it. Yeah. Where he was like, why is everyone calling her hideous? Like, well, I didn't say that. I, I know. Just says, I'm, I know. I'm saying that the media yeah. has been like really pulling her apart for it. 
Which is not okay. But. And it's like, if she was insecure and she felt like she needed that to like feel good about herself, I'm not going to dog her for it. No, me neither. Like, but she definitely has had some Botox. No yeah. yeah. And I think she also has veneers, sure. which is fine. Veneers great. are great. Yeah. Like, go for it. I'm all for it. If it makes you happy, do it. All right. And at the end, Katie has no regrets about how things turned out with any of the guys. But she does tell Carl he was right. Carl was right about what? About there being guys in the house that were insincere. Where she was like, you were right, but also I would have sent you home anyway because like we weren't going to make it yeah. to the end. We didn't have that strong of a relationship. And all the guys were very adamant about wanting you gone and... That was a battle she just wasn't going to fight because she didn't right. care enough about him to keep him. Which earlier on in the episode, Carl does get in Brandon's face for getting on the brand wagon, as he put it. Yes. Which Brendan did get on the bandwagon. Yeah. And he was also the only one not to get cut because of it. Because I think he stayed low key at the right moment. Also, something that Brandon had in his corner that none of the other guys had was Blake's prior friendship. Mm -hmm. So when Blake came on and he was a real contender, I think he was able to like keep him around a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, I guess that they had some words. Oh yeah. When Blake first came on because Brendan didn't know that Blake was coming on and was like, you told me to apply for this show and to go for this girl. And now you're showing up weeks later and like swooping in and getting one on ones and like why are like why are you here? Right. And I guess they got in a big argument and then got over it. But yeah, as they do. So, final predictions on the next couple episodes. Well, I know what Lindsay's gonna say. Blake's what? gonna win, but I think Greg's gonna win. I think based on the reels and whatnot. I think the only way Greg could win. I like how we're saying win. I think Greg is going to get. The final rose. The final rose, yeah. So, basically, they show these clips of a big blow-up between Greg and Katie. Katie being like, I want to go home. Greg saying he wants to go home. And I think the only way that they could end up together is if Greg says he's going to go home and then, like, goes to her door the next morning and says, I want to be with you. Whatever. Let's right. end up together. And they just, like, like leave together at that point. Yeah. Maybe. Um, we'll see. Or he could just show up at the rose ceremony. That could be. But. Sounds like Katie gets really overwhelmed and wants a ticket booked out of there. I just feel bad for Justin because I know Justin's I know. not getting picked. But, like, I really enjoy him being around. I know. And he's an artist, so he's misunderstood. And those facial expressions are just on point. Right. And. You know, I do joke about it being game, mm -hmm. and maybe there's some truth to that, where it's like, they are competing at this point. Like, But I feel like Justin hasn't been playing a game. Yeah, he's kind of just been being his goofy self, right? Yeah. Like, he's quirky and kind of mysterious, and he hasn't been, like, getting in the drama. Right. Whereas, even Greg is, like put in a few comments here and there in the drama. Blake has put in a few comments here or there in the drama. Whereas Justin, I feel like, will make facial expressions during drama, but he's not really putting in, like, anything crazy. Honestly, Justin's just kind of, like, riding the wave, and I guess he got kind of lucky and rode it all the way to the hometowns. 
Maybe he'll be the bachelor. I don't know. I don't know. Whereas Blake very clearly scripted and tried and like manipulated situations to get to where he's at. But I also think they're compatible people. So and it Greg, works. Greg didn't really manipulate the situation in any way that is abnormal. Like yeah. he has a loss and she has a loss. So there's like a bonding there. And then on top of that, I think she finds the mystery of Greg attractive. And he is very honest about like his insecurities or like his mental health well-being there, which I think is also very attractive for him to be like, this is very emotionally draining. Like this is really difficult, like on me emotionally. Like I do like that. Actually this season in general, the guys have been relatively open and like emotional people. Mm, We've seen a lot of man tears this season. A lot of man tears. A lot of fake man tears. Some are real. Yeah. Some are not so real. I actually feel like more, you see more fake women tears. Oh yeah. Like, because it, gets them attention or has in the past so that they're likely to just go to that. I feel like some of Trey's tears may have been a little uh, forced. Oh, Trey is such a big ham gookster. Yeah. He's like a ham. Like he's always hamming it up for the camera, like constantly, which is fine. The biggest showboater. But anyway, we'll see him on paradise. So, you know, I hope not. (laughs) I mean, he's definitely going to paradise. It's been announced, but yeah, how long he's there is that guy seriously feels to me like, you know, he's the one first to jump up and say, you're here for the wrong reasons, but... He's also there for the wrong like, reasons. Like, to me, he's got probably there for the biggest wrong reasons. Anyway. Okay, we will talk to you next week for, you know, some hometowns. And be sure to listen to our episode tomorrow where we talk about the finale of The Bachelor New Zealand.